everybody. Happy Sunday. I know I don't normally pop on uh, over the weekend, certainly not on Sundays. It's the one day I take off, but you know, I just uh, wanted to say this while I was thinking of it. I I watched the R. Kelly uh, docuseries this weekend, and it's disturbing. It's disturbing as hell. I actually went to uh, college with someone who went to high school with him, so I've known all along that he can't read or has problems reading or however you want to put it. Um, and I'd heard for many, many years that he, uh, long after he had graduated, he hung around Kenwood High School. Um, it was fairly common knowledge to people who, uh, you know, were in the, the High Park area and in Chicago. Um, it is horrible what he has built around himself and, and created an environment where he can pretty much be an apex predator. Um, fame and money have cloaked some really um, atrocious, egregious, disgusting behavior. I'm not judging him. He needs to be off the streets. Um, I believe the girls... I also believe that many of them wanted to be famous. And when someone says, oh, I'll help you and they're already famous, it is alluring and it's intoxicating. And he has obviously become a master manipulator and he makes people believe that he's a good guy and he's going to help them. And then he uh, does none of that, manipulates them, tortures them, uh, hypersexualizes them. It sounds awful. Uh, and I'm sorry that he was molested as a child. Clearly he was in a dysfunctional environment. You can tell that by the way, his brother, one of his older brothers, I guess it's just, he only has one older brother who was rationalizing, um, Robert Kelly's behavior. It was disturbing. It's all disturbing. And I think the veil of, uh, poverty, uh, cooks, the dysfunction to a high temperature and because people don't have a ton of money, they're not really interested in, in, um, therapy or getting help and they don't fix their dysfunction. And then someone like Robert Kelly gets super famous and he then can, uh, mask all of his issues and problems. I mean, he should have been helped because he's a victim, but now he's become like I said, an apex predator and it is scary. And I think for me, the more shocking thing is I'm not surprised by R. Kelly's behavior. Like I said, I've known this, uh, when he got popular, one of my friends was like, Oh yeah, girl, Robert Kelly can't read. Um, Robert Kelly still hangs out and dates high school girls. I mean, and it was so common that, you know, I knew about it. People, uh, watched him get more and more famous the more famous somebody is, the harder it is for people to get credibility when they make accusations. I've had this discussion with my nephew, uh, even with Bill Cosby. He's like, oh, people just could have said something. People should have said something. I'm like, you're right. But guess what? Even when they said something, no one would believe them. Who's going to believe America's TV dad, you know, in 1988 was knocking women out cold and having sex with them without their permission? I mean, you could say something, but do you know what kind of power and heft you have to have in the world to take down a rich man? 
And this is where it gets murky because everybody's always talking about, oh, it's just rich white people taking advantage of, uh, of people or rich white men. But apparently all you need to be is rich and male and you can get away with anything. Um, and of the fact that R. Kelly's victims are almost all young women of color, uh, seems to have shielded him a great deal. Um, and it's just disturbing. My timeline upset me more than anything. Cause people are like, yeah, y'all knew he was out here doing this and nobody did nothing. And it's like, that has nothing to do with the fact that now we know for sure we're looking at these allegations and there's enough evidence to say, Hey, He's been wildly inappropriate with children. There's even video evidence. So I just have a hard time with uh, people not being more empathetic towards the victims. And what I mean by that is, you know, there are instances where I feel like people are overly empathetic. Like um, I have some pretty liberal friends and I'm not a liberal which is funny because I think when you're black, you're supposed to be a liberal, but I'm not. And so I have liberal white female friends who are always saying these things to me about how we can fix, you know, society and fix the, and I'm like, you know what? I think your liberalism has infantilized black people. So I'm not really interested. And, um, I do think that I do think it enables a lot of bad behavior. So in that sense, people are overly empathetic, right? But then when it comes to women of color, girls, and the docuseries kept calling these girls women, and that's disturbing. I don't know a lot of young ladies before the age of 25 that I would consider a woman, but certainly not 14, 15, 16. That's not a woman. That's a little girl. And so, you know, the lack of empathy towards young girls of color uh, because they want to be famous and fall for a, a master manipulator. I just, I, I was really shocked by that, you know, and I'll just say this black people, especially are always wanting other races to empathize f- with us and, and uh, hear our calls and, and give us credit and, and uh, you know, lift us up. And all I would like for us to do is just be nicer to ourselves and care more about ourselves. We need to stop worrying about what other think of, other races think about us and other people think about us and focus on how we feel about ourselves. Because if this doesn't make you feel empathy, I, I have had more conversations with people I consider loved ones uh, trying to, to get them to empathize with black women as victims uh, you know, I, it makes me uncomfortable because it's, you think you're telling me something about the women, but you're really telling me something about you and your lack of empathy for women. So all I can say is sometimes people's love feels like hate and black people, we got that bad. Let's turn our love into what feels like love and care about the things we need to care about. And if your baby comes to you saying they want to be famous, then you need to sit them down and let them understand that fame is the biggest drug out here and it will lead you to an early demise. So when this song was recorded, 
or proposed for the project, uh, California, it really goes back to a time when I was in California in the early nineties. And I used to ride down to sunset Boulevard with, with friends and go look at the billboards. And, um, over time, you know, it just started to be more symbolic because, you know, I don't know if people still do that, but back in the nineties, you go, go driving down sunset at night and it was so cool, you know, cause the billboards were cool to look at. And I didn't grow up in a place with giant stars on billboards. So it was cool to go down sunset. Fast forward to a few years ago, I was watching some YouTube videos and like all these young people, mostly men of color, young men of color, boys who wanted to be rappers. And they were getting into a whole world of trouble by uh, signing really bad deals and uh, doing really, really shady things to get record contracts. And a lot of these guys would hold these, a lot of these record executives would hold these guys hostage. They do wildly inappropriate things with them, take videos of them. And the stuff that sounds like R. Kelly may be doing with some of his alleged victims, uh, because after a certain point, you feel like you can't leave and you certainly don't want people to know what you've been doing. And um, that made me... Uh, revisit the song billboard and uh, I pitched it to the team and of course manifest was like oh we got to talk about what people do now to get a billboard because back then I was so young I used to just go look at the billboards and the song was totally different sounding and uh, the team heard it and you know I think a couple of the guys were like oh we got to darken this up for 2018 um and we got to make it more realistic and kind of grim. And that's why uh, Billboard sounds like it does. It wasn't intended for R. Kelly or mute R. Kelly or any of that, but it's definitely appropriate. There is a point when you have to say, hmm, maybe I don't want to be famous. Maybe the cost of fame uh, is too high. And uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, and nobody can save you from that. You got to save yourself.
do.